Kieran O'Connor, founder and managing director of engineering recruitment specialists. How you doing, mate? You okay? Good, thanks, mate. Good. Sounds a bit um, surreal to be saying that, but uh, <laughs> yeah. there we go. It's been good. How are you? How well, you doing? Really good, really good. Like I was, I was, I was um, last week was a, was a hectic week, and I can't believe it's Friday with the beginning of July at the moment. And uh, um, last time I was speaking to you, Kieran, it was um, it, we were going through a heat wave, and it was about thirty odd degrees outside, and it was a bit bit strange for you up uh, up in sunny Scotland last week, wasn't it? Yeah, it certainly is, especially when you're bald. <laughs> you know, I, I had to put factor 50 on, you know. <laughs> factor 50, eh? Uh, but in typical true Scottish fashion, Ash, it's, uh, it's nice and raining and dull and, you know, and reek, you know, in typical Scottish word, you know. But uh, I will get there. We're not, we're not negative all the time, mate. <laughs> And I like uh, it's not the first time I've seen it, of course, but I like the uh, the, the backdrop of the uh, of the of the blue kind of wall there. I think it fits in well. Yeah, no, uh, into I... your home office there. So, yeah. um, why don't we start off with um, obviously founder and managing director of engineering recruitment specialists or ERS? Mm-hmm. Why don't we start off with a kind of an overview of who you are um, and and what you do and what your business is, Kieran? on again thank you for the introduction ash it's kieran o'connor founding managing director of engineering recruitment specialists um you know part of, you know names and you know it does what it says in the tin ers engineering recruitment so it doesn't take a genius to work out what what i specialize in um but uh, no it's the area of expertise it's facilities management manufacturing building services so it's anything from you know mechanical electrical engineers welders fabricators right through to Facilities directors and, and and contracts managers, yeah. And you're and you're based uh, you're based about what about fifteen miles southeast of Glasgow, something like uh, that. It's in an ideal location, actually, just just outside uh, Glasgow. So where I'm situated, Ash, it's like you know it's halfway between Edinburgh and halfway between Glasgow. So it's ideal, um, which is great. But in terms of geographical location, it's it's you know Scotland wide into the north of England. Uh, you know that's the kind of areas that I, that I tend to to focus on geographically. Have you always specialised in that that geographical area then? To be fair, yes. It's um, over the last kind of year or so, I've kind of. I've come out with my comfort zone because it used to be predominantly central Scotland. Um, yeah. But I'm a big believer, Ash, that you know if you don't go out with your comfort zone and, and branch out, you're never going to grow as a person and as a business. Um, so I broke into the north of England from relationships that have that, that stem up here. You know that are for clients that have broken into the north of England and, and, and what have you. You know, so it's been a good journey so far. If you take a few, let, let, let's take a take a bit of a step back then in terms of what you've been doing up until you started your own uh, recruitment business. What, yeah. what was your background in recruitment? Who did, who did you work for, and, and what did you do? And you've been in the in the game for for about almost a decade, if not more, yeah, right? Almost a decade, and again, it's uh, you know we're going to continue with the bald jokes because I used to have hair when I first started in recruitment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's just over a decade actually. Yeah, and, uh, it's always been uh, engineering and technical. That's something that that I've always focused on. Um, I think pretty much because my family, my dad was engineers, um, okay. and I, I wanted to be an engineer, but I just I wasn't smart enough at school. Truth be told, you know. You chose recruitment, eh? Uh, exactly, exactly. You know, we're we're destined for you know we've all got our own strengths. But uh, yeah, so for the last decade, it's I've been working in you know recruitment 
predominantly SMEs. So in the last 10 years, I've worked with three employers. Um, my first employer was three and a half years, started as an administrator. It's quite a funny story, actually, Ash. I started as an administrator and then I was there about three and a half years and towards the end of my employment there, uh, one of the directors turned around and said that um, they decided to put me in the phones because I wasn't that good at admin. Um, what did you feel about, how did you feel about that? <laughs> well, it was three years down and I thought, do you know what? It's their fault I'm on the phones now. But uh, no, 100%, it's, uh, it was the right decision to make, to be fair, you know. Um, and then I left having cut my, my teeth with them, so to speak, uh, and joined a, a fairly small business with three people. Um, the owner of the business I previously worked with at my, my current employer, she'd started up her own business and she predominantly focused in the commercial market. So it was all administrators, accounts, but she wanted somebody to break into the engineering um, side of things. So I quickly came on board and I was there seven and a half years and built up a business and a division from scratch to having five direct reports, including new business development managers, two resourcers and an administrator. You know, so, and then here we are. Um, that's gave me the confidence over the last kind of decade to, to essentially, you know, put my own stamp in things and found yeah. ERS. Um, you know, it's something I always wanted to do. I was going to say that must have given you an immense amount of confidence, knowing that starting, you know, working, starting out in recruitment in a startup, pretty much, you know, small business, and staying, sticking with it. Because it can be tough, right? Uh, sticking with it and and proving yourself and, and helping grow that that business that must have given you a huge amount of confidence to think, okay, when the time is right, and it's all about timing, of course, getting getting that right. When you do branch out and do it on your own, you've you kind of done a lot of it before, if you see them. I mean, you've seen you've 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 been on that journey with it with a startup, growing the business, growing a team around you. That must have fulfilled you with huge amount of confidence, right? One hundred percent. And I think w what I learned from that, Ash, was you know I experienced really high highs, but also I experienced tough times because the owner of the business set up the business during the, the twenty ten recession. You know, she set right. up the business in a recession, and that not long later started. So you know, essentially, it was starting a, a division from scratch with a cold desk in a recession, you know, and again, you know, being there for seven and a half years and looking at, you know, what we achieved, it was great. And again, you mentioned confidence. That's gave me the confidence, you know, like I said, I dealt with the negatives. I dealt with everything that came with that, but also I dealt with the highs as well. Um, but ultimately, you know, it gave me that confidence that I started thinking over the last few years to, you know, I want to put my own stamp on it. You yeah. know, and, you know, e even though I was a, a senior, you know, figure within the business, it wasn't my business, you know, and, and that's that's where I want to be. When was it or, or what was it? Um, um, did you did it kind of fall into place in your head and you decide, think, you know what, I'm just going to do it now? Because the reason why I ask that is because so many recruitment entrepreneurs and so many recruitment startup business founders like yourself have different motivations and diff have different Kind of catalysts almost to, to kind of make kick them into 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 play to, to launch their own business you know some of them are kind of just have it within them they're just going to do it some of them are thinking about it and mulling it over for a while like i said 
you know, it's got to be the right time. When was when did you know it was the right time to go? You know what? I'm just going to do it. Yeah, I think it was when. To be honest, Ash, I think it was about. May last year, uh, I'd left that business for after seven and a half years and went to another business and essentially started the same thing. But I, just under a year into it, what I found that was that my clients and the candidates bought into me and my service and my delivery, not the business. Right. And I think that was when it finally clicked. That and he dropped. Yeah, I thought why am I not doing this myself? Yeah. And again, you know, to be honest, I was thinking about it seriously for a couple of years on and off and I kept making the jokes, you know, along the lines of, oh, I'll make more money doing it myself or, mm. or whatever the case may be. And it wasn't until, you know, that time I thought, right, my clients have bought into me, the candidates have bought into me, you know, why not? You know, mm. and I kept getting the, the, the support from speaking to, to clients and candidates that I work with and they kept on saying things like you should do this yourself and and that gave me a wee confidence boost as well and like you said you could be mulling these things or should I should I not and I just thought right now is the right time you know 100%. What kind of process did you go through when you were thinking about doing it then because it could be a bit of a scary thought and there's a lot to there's a lot to learn there's a yep. lot to consider um, and some people have got a lot more risk than others when they think about doing it um, what kind of things went through your head? What were you nervous about? Uh, and and what, what was the process that you went through? Three questions in one there, Kieran. Um, <laughs> it's a, you know, something that a recruiter should never do. Three years in one mouth for a reason, Ash. Before starting your own business. I think the risk was like anybody, the first thing that comes to mind is the financial risk. You know, you're leaving a highly paid job with good commission and bonus. Um, everybody's got mortgages to pay. They've all got outgoings. They've got commitments financially. Um, so that was the, the first thing that was that was going through my mind. Um, but ultimately, I conquered that by starting to put money aside, you know. Um, so that lifted the pressure off a wee bit. Um, and secondly, even though it gave me the confidence, it's still, you're second guessing yourself almost going, right, okay, okay. Clients have said that, you know, uh, that, that, that I'm as well doing it. I've got the support from family members about doing it. And you're just thinking, can I do it? Can I do it? You know, it's second, almost second guessing yourself. But ultimately, Ash, you know, it was the confidence and the support that that, that, that that gave me that push and that drive to, to, to come and do it. So, yeah, it's... So important. So important to have, for, for, for me, when I'm speaking to potential recruiters who want to start up, you know, they might, they, they might have the, um, uh, the background. They're going to have the billings um, kind of history. They're going to have the, uh, the drive to do it and the motivation to do it. But having the, the kind of the support from like your nearest and dearest, your friends, your family, your wife, your husband, uh, whoever it, whoever it might be, that support network around you is, I think, invaluable and, and absolutely key to, to help you kind of make that decision. But more importantly, when the times are go, when the times are tough, because it is going to be tough, you yeah. know, as you probably well found, and we'll get onto this in a minute. Over the last few months, it's going to be tough. Um, and as we know, as, as, as recruiters, 
there's 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 highs and lows there's there's ups and downs and when you're in an office when you're an employee you've got you, you know your manager you've got your mates you've got your colleagues that you can kind of lean on um but when you're on your own perhaps working from home to start with um and coming out your office at the end of the day it's really key to have that kind of support network at home isn't it 100 percent. and i'll be honest you know without that support and, and and speaking to friends and family and close close relatives etc you know it would have made my decision harder um you know without having that support because yeah as recruiters as you mentioned it yourselves recruitment is 100 percent sales right and let's let's be frank here right mm-hmm. sales people love a pat on the back you know they love getting told oh you can do this you know and yeah uh, and without that is so invaluable you know um and i think setting up a business as well you know you might be the greatest recruiter, like you said, you might be billing, you know, a quarter of a million pounds a year. You know, you might be have X amount of attempts out, but ultimately that doesn't make you that you know, you know, that doesn't make you a good business owner. Because mm. what I have found over the last few months is setting up the business is you're not just the recruiter. You you know, you're the recruiter, you're the admin person, you're the finance person, you're the debt collector, you're <laughs> you yeah. know, you're you're the IT support guru, you know. So um, but like I said, you know, I came from an agency for seven and a half years where I, where I already experienced that anyway. So that 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 was great that I can take what I learned from there and, and take with me into ERS. What was important to you when you were kind of setting up? Because obviously, you know, you and I were having a good old chat for for for, for a while. What was important to you uh, in terms of um, the level of support and the areas of support when you were considering? working with the support partner yeah the first thing is back office administration uh, and right. finance you know uh, uh, we can't all be geniuses and gurus at everything you know and i think having been being you know the owner of your business and being essentially a one-man band initially you're spread far too thin you're covering all areas of the business so the fact that ssg could provide the back office finance support that allows me to focus on what i'm good at in terms of you know, new business, building relationships and, and, and getting the brand out there so people know uh, uh, of ERS and just having that that support function um, and essentially the shoulder to cry on as well. I've not needed to, mind you. Um, not yet. Not, 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 not yet. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> you know, but it's just having that in the back of your mind that everything's taken care of. Uh, and to be quite honest, over the last couple of months, I've been, I've got quite a few temporary workers out and the guys in your finance team and their accounts, you know, a shout out to Michelle, actually. She's been great. Uh, absolutely fantastic, you know. Oh, and payroll, yeah. Payroll, yeah. yeah, in terms of getting the temps paid and, and PYE and everything like that, you know, which is great. So Good. that's ultimately why I wanted to partner with SG, SSG and it's became invaluable to the business, actually, because it just allows me to focus on what I love doing and that's new business, recruitment and, and, and ultimately getting people new new positions you know so you launched your business a week or two before lockdown two weeks before lockdown (laughs) (laughs) amazing timing great great timing eh um how's it been interesting um the first two weeks of lockdown well the first two weeks prior to lockdown it was going fantastic ash i mean i had something like i was doing i was doing my numbers yesterday and i had something like seven permanent interviews the second week lined up um yeah. they all conducted and out of that i had five offers coming <laughs> um, and then lockdown happened 
Um, and essentially that pipeline was 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 took away. Um, mm. However, you know, previous experiences, a decade, a decade in the industry, you know, it's 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 uh, you don't dwell in these things. These things happen. You know, it's what you do after it that, that yeah. matters. You yeah, know? the past is the past. You can't change that. Exactly, exactly. You know, so it's been very, very interesting. Um, not one week's been the same. You know, mm. one. You know, to start off with, it went from, you know, activity being really, really high. I mean, the landline was going, the mobile was going, yeah. you know, emails, and then ultimately, it just shut off completely. No calls, no emails, nothing. And from somebody that thrives on activity, on noise. It was very yeah. simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It must, it must have been tough. It must have been tough. But I think, I think, um, yeah, th- things have, uh, you know, it hasn't been all bad, that bad, I don't think, for, for, for over the last few months for you. You know, you've been making placements still. Um, yeah. And um, and I think we can tell, certainly at SSG, um, uh, our clients' um, activity and placement levels is certainly on the upturn now, not the downturn. We've seen that with, um, with uh, you know the revenue, so especially on perms as well, um, we've gone through as a business ourselves. We've gone through um, you know uh, the first couple of months went down, 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 and then but now it's kind of taking up again. So there's a kind of a, a big V in our kind of um, uh, in our revenue and our clients' revenue um, as as well. So and I think. The, the the signs are starting to you know the the green shoots should they say the signs are showing or telling us with the beginning of July now that things are on the upturn you know um, our clients have done exceptionally well um, and not everyone's back from furlough yet but we can tell already July is going to be going to be um, a telling point for us for sure yeah. whether people are going to be yeah, whether it's going to change, but the signs are there already, and we're, we're pretty confident that um, you know all of our clients are going to kind of um, experience that positive change now. Brilliant. Um, That's great to hear. Um, I think as well for you guys, what you know, fingers crossed in terms of you guys getting new business coming through the door, because I think this is going to be the ideal time for a lot of recruiters who are maybe on furlough or have unfortunately been made redundant that now go, do you know what? This is giving them the push they need to go, I'm going to go, go and do this myself. You're absolutely right, Kieran. You're absolutely right. You know, I've been working the whole way through over the last last few months. And yes, it has been different. And no, no similar to you, no week has been the same. But the key thing is, the, I've been speaking to loads of recruiters. And I've been flat out. Loads of, loads of recruiters who are who have perhaps been thinking about it for maybe a year, maybe a couple of years. I might have spoken to someone a couple of years ago when they, the timing wasn't right. Mm-hmm. But really um, what I've found is a lot of, a lot of recruiters now are, are thinking they've been sat at home, they've had time to think, they've had time to reflect, mm-hmm. or, or even they've been working from home in their home office and they've got their own home office set up and everything like that. And they're kind of thinking, you know what? Yeah, it, I can do it from home. You know, I've been, I've been making placement. I've been speaking to clients. I don't need to do this anymore. And that's been the, the, the trigger, trigger for them to think, you know what, I'm going to pick up that phone and, and have a conversation and see whether this is going to be feasible for them or, or not. So that's the, the kind, of, kind of people. And I've been, you know, working 
and speaking to, having some very, very serious conversations with the recruiters. We've still been launching businesses in the right sectors, of course. Um, and Q3, Q4 for us, I know is going to be really busy because people are going to be, I've got um, agreements in place uh, and agreements in principle for if, if it's right, if the market pips up, they're definitely going to do it. And it will, and they will. Um, and um, so, yeah, Q3, Q4 is going to be exceptionally busy, I'm sure. I can feel it in my bones. Oh, yeah. Um, ERS then, mm-hmm. moving from, from where we are now to kind of moving into to the future. What are the future plans? Where do you want to take the business? Ultimately, it's not a, a set-up set ERS, not with the view of being a, a lifestyle business, um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm a very ambitious, hungry, driven individual, um, and ultimately, I want to take my past experiences as of building successful divisions within businesses to, to essentially doing the, the same myself. So, you know, over the next, you know, six months, um, I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing, building the business, building the brand, getting my name out there. Um, and ultimately, I'm hoping to, you know, employ my first member of staff within the first six months. Um, yeah. And that support, that that member of staff will be a back office support function to help me and, and help yeah. SFE create everything in terms of the financial aspect, whether that be part-time or, or whatever the case may be, you know, we'll, 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 we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But ultimately, you know, um, I want to be in a position of, hiring mini-me's, you know, somebody that can, can work alongside me and, yeah. and show that same passion and drive to to, to do better, you know. That, you, do you think you'll hire experienced consultants or do you think you'll hire trainees, shall we say, that you can kind of um, mould and train up and, yeah. um, and do things the way you want to do or do you want some experienced guys to come in and just hit it? It's an, interesting, not that far yet. <laughs> it's an interesting question, Ash. Um, and I don't want to tar everybody with the same brush, but from hiring recruiters at my last two employers, what I've found out is that they don't fit into the mould of my business model. You know, I essentially need people that are going to pick up the phones and and, and, and be able to cold call a new business because that's what I love doing. Self-sufficient. Know, self-sufficient, not somebody that, that can just, you know, manage accounts. Um, not to say that I wouldn't ha- employ that, but the business at this moment in time doesn't have that 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 function to just hire a, an account manager. So, what previous success I've had is is hiring trainees. You know, hmm. just not necessarily looking at the CV and going, "Oh, they've got degrees or whatever the case may be," but somebody with the right attitude and personality, somebody yeah. that can do better, not with themselves. You know, and I think when you can mould that person and mould that talent in the way that you want them to work, you know, it's gold. You know, short term gain essentially for long term gain. That's the way I want to, you know, run it. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, and I, sure. from previous experience, that's what I've found has worked. Um, and not to say that hiring experienced recruiters hasn't worked, it's just that's the business model that I like, you know, is, is making, you know, moulding the talent um, to the way that suits, that's going to suit ERS. So what kind of clients is going to suit you? What, what, who are your target clients? Who are you going after? Um, and, and why should I come, if I was one of them, why should I come to, to ERS? Yeah. First off, the, the, you know, I'm an expert in the engineering market. You know, I set up ERS, Engineering Recruitment Specialist. You know, it's a big name to make, you know, but that is what we are. I'm an expert in the industry, you know, and that's not just from sourcing the, 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 the top talent within engineering. 
It's also being able to identify market trends. You know, who's won what contract, who's lost what contract, yeah. who the movers are, who the shakers are, what's going on with the industry, salary benchmarking. You know, that's what classes an expert in the industry. And that's what, you know, myself and ERS, that's why we've, we've set up the business because we are experts in the industry. Our typical client base is very, very diversified, Ash, and I believe in diversification. One the reason being is I've worked with a couple of companies previously, as I mentioned, who essentially had all eggs in the one basket with one industry. And when that, like for instance, a great example, that's oil and gas. You know, my first ever, you know, employer within recruitment, they were a major oil and gas provider in 2009 when the industry took a massive downturn. They had no business, and mm. because they weren't, they had all their eggs in the one basket. They really struggled. So I've always maintained that you know it's different areas within engineering. So typically it's facilities management. So it's like engineers maintaining buildings. Uh, you know, let's face it. You know, whether it be a school, a care home, a hospital, buildings need maintained all the time. So mm. it's a very busy area, and there's always something going on. Manufacturing. You know, whether it be machine shop you know, supply chain, uh, mechanical and electrical building services, uh, you know, that that's typically the, the the areas that we are we are specialists in, uh, you know, and that's that's the way we're going to continue with these sectors. If you had to give one piece of advice to anyone, any recruiters out there who are thinking about starting up on their own um, in normal circumstances, um, what would it be? Believe in yourself mm. and confidence in yourself. Um, for me, that is the two biggest things. You know, if you have confidence in yourself and you believe in yourself through the highs and the lows, you will make a success. You know, yeah. and not just not just believing in yourself, but ultimately when you're speaking to clients and candidates. They, they can sense that you're confident in the service you're delivering. They know that you believe in yourself, and I think that's key. So, you know, biggest advice is believe in yourself. It comes across, doesn't it? It certainly does with you, I know that. Um, but it comes across to, if you believe in yourself, you've got confidence and, you, and, you, and, you're, and you're a genuine expert, then that's going to that's gonna shine through, isn't it, to, 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 to your clients and your candidates? 100%. Uh, and again, that that's... That's why people are going to buy from you, essentially, you know, because mm. they have, if you if you inspire confidence in you, they're going to have confidence in you, you know, 100%. They know that if they come to Kieran at ERS, you know, and, you know, Kieran's going to deliver time and time again, you know, because I know the market, I believe in myself, I'm confident in the market, um, you know, and managing people's expectations appropriately as well, you know, so. Kieran O'Connor. Founder, MD of Engineering Recruitment Specialists. Thanks very much. Where can where can people find you if they want to want to look you up? Yeah, just LinkedIn. Um, you know, Facebook. I've used this time to to uh, grow my online presence. So you'll be seeing my my kind of mugshot, my nice bald head, and my shaped beard. Uh, you know, all over the, the the social media aspect. So, and again, if anybody wants me to drop me a line or whatever the case may be, you know, I'm I'm, I'm here to support. I'm here to guide through my experience. Um, yeah. you know, and I think as well, just before we, we log off, if, if there's any recruiters out there that are going to watch this that they are thinking of going themselves, I would highly suggest them speaking to yourselves at SSG. 
Um, you know, it's it's that it's that whole support function um, that ultimately allows recruiters to to focus on you know what they want to do and, and be successful at it. So, thank you very much, Ash. I really appreciate the invite this morning. Er-specialist.co.uk. Uh, yeah, that's the website. We've just completed that as well. So there's new vacancies going on every week, which is great. Um, so, yeah. Fingers Super crossed. duper. Listen, uh, it's Friday. We made it through the week. Thanks so much for your time today. And um, I'll chat to you soon, no doubt. Take it easy. Have a lovely weekend and I'll speak to you soon.